Some people they drink too much Some people don't drink enough Some people are just like me Okay, welcome back to Cocktology, part of the Pull Tab Sports Network. Uh, I'm Guy. And I'm Pete. And together we're going to talk today about a wide-ranging set of topics that both help with the home bar, but also talk a little bit about trends. As I was mentioning to you, I try and pay attention to the trends that happen in the cocktail world. Um, Sometimes I get a little head down and I'll be focused on what I'm doing on the other side of the glass. You don't see the forest through the trees is what you're yeah. saying, basically. Yep. That's true yeah. sometimes, yeah. but a lot of times I'm also uh, picking up on things that are super important to me, or maybe I've had a customer ask about. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a lot of questions about, for instance, we'll start with ice. Which is a kind of a fun topic because you don't think about it much, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the most of the time when people think about ice, um, they just run to the liquor store and grab a bag. But we all remember like the cocktail that, ha- that you had that tasted like grandma's meatloaf because it was sitting in the freezer next to all that food. <laughs> right. Um, the ice know. cube trays, the old ice cube trays. Oh, so bad. The metal ones with the blades in them. Do you remember those? Yeah. Like, and when, the, I don't think a lot of folks do, but when we were kids. Yeah. That pull was, that lever. Yeah. Pull the lever. Yeah. And the ice would just shatter. Well, there's actually a, a little bit of science involved in the ice. Um, and the way to do uh, the best things for your ice can be simple. Most trays, for instance, don't have... Um, the ability to keep the water from being frozen from all directions. It's called directional freezing. And I know, right? Wow. Science. Yeah. And when that happens, what happens is all the bubbles and impurities from the ice get pushed to the center of the cube. And that's why your ice isn't clear. Okay. And so as simple as like, um, we get our ice for the tasting room from Minnesota ice. Uh, Robbie Harrell is a friend of a friend that started Minnesota Ice in college, believe it or not. Okay. And it became a real company. And the way that you freeze ice to keep it clear is you have it insulated or protected on four sides or five sides if it's a cube and cold from one so that all those impurities and bubbles get pushed to the bottom. And then when you turn it over and release it, the rest of the ice is clear. Do you shave off that bottom piece? I suppose you can, it- you can either shave it off or you catch it at a time when the bottom isn't completely frozen. Right? Ah, that makes sense. And then you just remove that portion or you, you bring it out there. So, so even after you're using a pure water, because I would imagine Minnesota ice filters the oh, shit sure. out of there. It is important that you either use bottled or reverse osmosis or right. some sort of purification. Yeah. Of I the mean, water. if it's a, if it's a Brita filter on yeah. a pitcher or you've got a, yeah. a whole home RO system, that's great. Okay. That will matter. Okay. It'll also, you know, if, if you think about it, every single tap water has some chlorine in it and there's a flavor with chlorine. And so the RO or the, the whole home system will remove the chlorine as well. Yeah, well, I, I, as far as I know, municipalities put fluoride in the water and have for decades, yeah. right? Yeah. And so 
you know, when you talk about the little nuances of making drinks where you want a certain flavor palette to come out, mm-hmm. the ice really, I mean, probably one, two percent, but it certainly could make a difference. Well, and, and you're getting to the, the crux of the matter. You want the ice to perform one and one duty only, and that is to cool the drink or cool keep it cold. Yeah. It should impart no flavors. It should impart no colors. And it should not in, interfere with the, the mixology of the drink itself, what you want people to taste. So you're, you're, you're hitting it. And, then, you know, we have I've, my family, the whole family, uh, and guests at the lake call our ice maker at the lake the MVP. I've, I've been there and I've seen it, and it is an MVP. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and to never, ever have to run to the liquor store for ice. Um, if you're a cocktail-focused person, go ahead and spend the thousand to fifteen hundred dollars to get a commercial. It's a little, you know, it's like the size. I don't know if like my aunt had a garbage disposal. Yeah, yeah. I've never had one, but it's about the size of a garbage disposal. Yeah, or garbage compactor. That's what I mean. Right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, and it'll fit under the counter, or you can, you know, find a spot where it'll take up pretty much exactly the same as a vertical cabinet in your. It is worth the money. Before you and I became friends. Uh, I thought ice was ice was ice was ice, right? Like you put put the cube tray in the refri- or in the freezer. You come back in sixty minutes, uh, two hours, six hours, whatever it is. Yeah. You crack the ice tray. You put the ice in the drink, and it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Right. It's and then <laughs> and then I met and then I met you, and you uh, I thought at the time were overstating the quality and importance of ice. And so I've got two stories stories around ice. And after a while, I started to realize the convenience of having it literally at your fingertips and and machine making it for you and dropping it into a bin and keeping it fresh. Yeah. So even if you haven't been there for a week, like your cabin, you you go there for a week, you come back, you might even skim, you know, a little bit off, Either the bottom or the top to well, keep actually, the ice fresh, but actually, it really kind of melts itself and right, right. And stays. There, there's no chiller in the ice, and so we actually turn it off when we leave the lake because it'll never stop freezing and dumping. Yeah, the bottom ice is supposed to melt and go away so that you never have flavors in the ice. Right. So yeah. you know, you kind of turned my my head to the fact that that ice is important, yeah. and the reason, not the reason, but when it's convenient to you. You take it for granted a little bit. Yep. And I, and I remember when I was a kid and you wanted a cold drink, whether it was a pop soda, whatever it was, and you go into the ice tray and the last person that used the ice didn't refill the ice tray. Mm-hmm. And you were like, what is going on? <laughs> right? <laughs> and I, you know, I grew up with four kids in the family. So there was always somebody, I'm pretty sure it was my brother, John, um, you know, that did not. Oh, Peter. No, you're Peter. I'm Peter. Vinny. He's John- Vinny. Vinny Venuta. You're Peter, John, yeah. and I always yeah. think it Vinny. I always I'm thought that was it. a great name, by the way, Vinny Venuta. Like, they should have opened a deli. <laughs> Vinny Venuta's. Get your Italian meats at Vinny Venuta's. <laughs> right. Yeah. Deli. Or you can get whacked. You can get a contract. <laughs> Go get yourself a contract on anybody you want to, and Vinny See will whack Vinny them Venuta. for you. Yeah. Vinny would have been pet. a great. Yeah. You never, you never went through with that. Vinny Venuta's whack a pet. Should have done that. But. And I digress. Uh, the ice part, I, you know, I'm a fan now. Okay, so let's give them something to take home. So we've all... Some ice? An idea. <laughs> an idea? We've all 
seen the little square Coleman cooler, red with a little flip top lid. Old school. Yeah. You know, it's about the size yes. of a kid's lunchbox. Okay. Get yourself one of those. What are they? Five bucks at Target? <coughs> right? Well, anything at Target now is $25. Yeah. Pack true. of gum for right. you, you, you take the lid completely off. Bottled water, RO water, through your Brita, however you want to do it. Sure. Fill that cooler about an inch from the top and just set it in your freezer. That cooler will protect that ice to the point where it will freeze from the top down. After a day, let's say it's two days to be safe. Okay. Take it out, turn it over, set it in a sheet pan, set it over. As it warms, it'll separate from the cooler itself. And when it's free, when you lift it up, you will have a block of crystal clear ice. Oh, crystal clear ice. Yeah. Now you can get... No impurities. No. You don't have to make these fancy cubes. We buy our cubes. Actually, we get them as called... They're called shards. Robbie and his team at Minnesota Ice make amazing uh, ice. So we don't have to mess with it. But you can either cut it up into squares if you want to mm -hmm. get real fancy. Well, you could go out to the garage and get a couple of chisels and a hammer and make yourself a lucky guy's rabbit Yeah, as yeah. a sculpture. I mean, I don't have that talent. <laughs> I don't have the talent. But you can just bust this ice up and it will be clear. So just shards. taking chips off of it. Yeah. And you've got yeah. these I great mean, that's what ice picks were, right? Shards. It used to be delivered in big blocks shards. and you'd bust it off. Mm -hmm. So however you want to break it up from there, it will remain crystal clear if you keep it frozen. True. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think our viewership knows this, but we do. Uh, maybe our viewership does because it might be our, our demographic. Uh, good, But refrigerators originally had an ice man mm. that would drop off a block of ice that's what kept your stuff cold what kept your food cold. and then you'd chip ice off it to, right. to cool your lemonade right and the the affluent people would have you know ice for the refrigerator and ice for making drinks yeah that would be separate but those of us that were blue collar would just have to hit the and you know throw it in the glass right yeah so I, I never was experiencing that, but I know our grandparents did, right? The ice box. That's why they called it the ice box right. instead of the refrigerator. Okay. So that's your, that's your at-home project if you'd like it this week is to make your own crystal clear ice. If you don't want to make your own, and I don't blame you if you don't, uh, Robbie's team at Minnesota Ice, they do sell ice in both uh, liquor stores um, and some gas stations. I think if you look up Minnesota Ice on... The web, uh, they'll probably have a list of places that you can buy it. And so cocktail ice, especially if you're, like, say you're hosting a really nice uh, party where you want to have that, those, uh, you know, spheres or squares, look online to get that stuff. That's what I was going to ask you. So Minnesota Ice, they do, obviously, the block ice that you use or the cubed ice that you use mm -hmm. in your Manhattans in your old fashioned. Yep. Do they do just standard cubed ice? Yep. Standard cubed ice as well. That you can buy in a bag. Yep. Five pound, ten pound bag, whatever that is. And it's that it's those it's that uh, hollow ice that is preferred by a lot of people. Okay. It's got a little hole through it. So. Sure. All right. Let's move on. Um, one of the trends that I've been reading about that we've embraced a little, that's mm -hmm. a hot and up and coming, are tiki drinks. Um. 
And, you know, you've been on vacation and had a daiquiri. A few. couple. One or two. I know you don't, you know, imbibe on that level anymore. <laughs> well, you get older. Right. right? Um, <laughs> but, like, one of, I mean, one of my favorite drinks of all time is a Mai Tai. Um, I don't make rum. But believe me, you do not have to have rum. For a Mai Tai. No. I mean... There's a pineapple juice quotient to yeah. a Mai Tai. Yep. And cherry juice. Cherry juice. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to make a classic Mai Tai, is there a classic Mai Tai? Yeah. There okay. is. Okay. And, and rum is the primary. Dark or light rum? Um, Either one. I think it's a choice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, so one of my favorite online personas, um, his handle on Instagram is High Proof Teacher. Okay. And it's mostly really glossy, you know, video of him making cocktails that just look unbelievably pretty, which I like. Um, but is he a bartender? He's a. I think he's. I think he's actually. Aficionado. I think he's an aficionado who's more of a photographer than anything. But, okay. But he'll tell you like, when you think about cocktails as a whole, what you have is a, a recipe that is not bourbon and this and this, but spirit and sugar and bitters and X, right? So like the, the original old fashioned that we've talked about on this before is bourbon. Bourbon. Sugar. Sugar. And bitters, right? We use a citrus bitters, but it doesn't have to be bourbon. Like we make a young fashioned here that is barrel aged gin, sugar, and bitters. We call it the young fashion. I like, I it's like obviously, the take. Yeah, it's slightly different. Yeah. And we, you know, we garnish it differently. But but ultimately, what we're doing is recognizing that it's spirit, ingredient, ingredient, and maybe more ingredients. But And so with the, with the tiki drinks, instead of worrying if you have rum at home, go ahead and look up a recipe for a Mai Tai and sub in whatever liquor you prefer, whether it's gin, vodka. Believe me, most of the flavor is coming from the rest of the ingredients. Yeah, I, you know, I do enjoy the rum flavor, and I know you do uh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, you're yeah. a big rum fan, and, yep. and, I, and I know you've kind of toyed around with maybe making it, not making it, but I think your plate's a little full right now. Uh, so uh, you bring up a good point, though. When you have people, this is a good question, when you have people come into the distillery yeah. and they read the menu and they find a drink, you're more than happy to make that drink with a different spirit. Riff it. Yeah, for sure. If they say, hey, could I have this with gin versus bourbon? Or yeah. could I have, instead of vodka, could you put citrus gin in? You're happy to do that, right? It's actually, I mean, this this does sort of harken, harken back. Did I really just say harken back? What am I, 100? I love harken. It's a good word. Harken Banks. He was in Hot Dog. Harken the Theaters. Ooh. Mm -hmm. um, so if you go back maybe... God, this was probably six months ago. A guy came in here and said, my favorite drink is a Singapore sling. I had to Google it. <laughs> what is a Singapore I'm sling? I'm like, what the hell is a Singapore sling? Right. And uh, I remember I made it and I used um, I used our citrus gin and the guy said it was amazing. So, I mean, it wasn't, I'm sure he was probably a little bit tipsy, but right. it still worked. And that is, that was a tea, that was like what got me thinking about tiki drinks. Eric put one of my favorite drinks on our menu, the mango moonshine margarita, Fantastic Ma with the mango. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's got some, uh, I think it's peach. It's got some mango, some peach, uh, moonshine, salt, a little bit of margarita. It's fantastic. Yeah. And it is definitely tiki leaning. 
And I think what's what's cool about what you do is, you know, you've got these classic drinks on your menu, but you've got you like to use obviously being a distillery, you want to use your spirits. Yeah. And sometimes you don't have or don't make tequila. All right. I right? don't mezcal, right? So I need to find a classic variation of that drink with the spirits I make. Right. And and I've tasted, you know, plenty of your drinks and it's fantastic when you there's a new kind of riff like you said on a cocktail. Yeah. Right? I got a um we have time for a quick anecdote. Yeah, please. So when I was I got my start after college bartending at Dicks as you well know down the street here and uh, legendary bar and I would I would work the back bar and work the uh the cocktail hour and the dinner hour and Dick's had three or four rooms at the time they had a garden room at the time that was a few rooms back and I think I've told you the story the the waitresses would come up and they'd tell you the drink order and that was before computerized systems so they'd give you a drink order and you'd mix the drink and you'd put it on their tray and they'd take it out to the to the restaurant table and uh, I was probably 21 at the time and you know I was a relatively new bartender and I had a little bit of a uh confidence to me where I thought I knew how to make every drink. And so the order comes in and it's a beer and it's a Coke and it's a, you know, a kitty cocktail and it's a Rob Roy. And I'm like, I have no idea what a Rob Roy is. So I ask somebody around there and nobody seems to know what a Rob Roy is. Yeah. So scotch and Coke, isn't it? It's like scotch and vermouth or something. Okay. I don't even know to this day because I literally, it's, it's I don't know. So, I should know. So it's a I, classic cocktail. I so I this send this drink out. I make it up. Whoops. Like literally make it up. Because somebody <laughs> goes, I don't know. I think it's scotch and coke. I send it out. It comes back two minutes later. Yeah, like the guy says there's like no way this is a Rob Roy. He's like, make a Rob Roy. He, he told me to tell you make a Rob Roy. It's this. And kind of gave me the ingredients. So I just... No portioning, no anything. I just throw it all together. You know, I'm 21 years old. I put it on a thing and go, have him try this. Two minutes later, here comes the waitress. And here comes the guy, the guy. right behind her. And he looks at me and he goes, get the fuck out of my way. And he made it? <laughs> and he made it. <laughs> you have not told me that story. That's and, a good story. And, and then he's like, this is how you make a Rob Roy. Well, and <laughs> I say, oh, God, I'm going to. This was, you guys, not everybody listening will remember that this was before the cell phone. You couldn't look up Rob Roy on your phone. Right. Like my son, Charlie, who bartends, I know a lot of people listening know Charlie. He, like with same that same 21-year-old confidence, yeah. will any order comes in, he'll be like, you got it. But he can just like quick use his phone. The Google oh, knows that's all. What's in the it. Google knows all. Because I remember... One of my buddies telling me about the first time I asked Charlie to make me a Paloma, he knew what he was doing and he made it. And I was like, well, probably the first time someone asked him, he Googled it. And he's got a good memory, so he made it. Mm -hmm. That's a good story. Um, One of the things you do, though, as a bartender is once you have an experience like that, yeah. or you get a drink that comes back and someone says, this is not what this should be, you it kind of etches in your brain and you pay more attention. For sure. And, and so once you learn it, and I'm surprised I don't know what a Rob Roy is anymore, but I'm getting old and I forget these things. But that was definitely uh, an experience for me where I, I, you know, I remembered it. I remember it to this day and it was probably 35 years ago. Yeah. Well, everybody, everybody knows that failure is the greatest teacher. Uh, you learn so much. I told somebody just this morning, I said, I learn a lot from the L's, but the W's, 
I just kind of celebrate them. Yeah. And I don't learn a lot because you're too excited about them. All right. Before we move on to the next topic, I want to touch on one other thing. We haven't done a great job of really letting the world know what we do here. They know I make they they know I'm making booze, but mm-hmm. a lot of people have come in in the last couple of months and said, "Oh, I thought the only thing we could do here was taste the whiskey, taste the gin, taste the vodka." I didn't know you guys had a full cocktail menu. And I want to make sure people know that what we do and what we do, I think pretty well is we want to make classic cocktails that have been around for 40 to 100 years. Take them in a slightly different direction right? and make them either better or different. The guy you're going to see walk behind me in a second, that's Eric. And he is the guy with the memory and the idea flow that creates a lot of the cocktails that are on our menu. So... You know, come and come to a 101 Second Street in Hudson and try the cocktails. There's 62 on the menu or something like that right now. Mm-hmm. And if and, and and like you said, if there's something you want to try that we don't make, ask. Ask. Feel free to ask. That's what you're here. Uh, That's what you we're doing. of all people have always been this guy who, uh, you know, hey, uh, my car doesn't have this. Well, I'll try to make it. Yeah. Like you've always been an inventor, and you love you love yeah. the feel. I think that. You get energy from trying new things, and if and, and you get energy from listening to people say, "Hey, what if you made this this way?" And, yeah, and then you'll go off and, and and create your own variation of that. And I've always appreciated that about you. So it, you know, I can't over overemphasize enough the fact that if you're in here and you and you want something different, just ask, yeah. and folks will do it. Right? I mean, yeah. it's it's and and just going back to what you said about the trying to create the classic the classics as well. Uh, you know, we, some of my fondest memories of you and Michelle and Kim and I are being up at your cabin and going to a supper club yeah. in, near Hayward, Wisconsin yeah. and in ordering classic cocktails yeah. in your, and just watching your appreciation for these cocktails. Like you have like almost a passion for it that I'm glad you're in this business now because you know, it's funny because I've, I've watched you and, and and I'm like, how can anyone get that excited about an old fashioned? <laughs> right? But you do. And and so, it's you know, it's kind of fun to I'm glad that you're in the business now because it, you, it's care and feeding. Right. You're yeah. So, yeah. Really neat stuff. Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we move on to the next topic, let's touch on one of our sponsors. Uh, Duke Cannon is a uh, not brand new, but a relatively new sponsor to Pull Tab Sports. You might have seen, I believe, uh King and Rand Duke Cannon back in the er, some of the earlier days of the all hockey hair team. Yes. And I mean, the bottom line here is that with Duke Cannon, you should work smarter and smell better. Well, it might even be work harder and smell better. But I think with Duke Cannon, you're working smarter. Well, you know, I, I, I would say that if this is the most appropriate sponsor for this that I've ever seen because you have the best flow that I've seen. Well, I don't know. About and I think Buchanan might be helping you with that flow <laughs> because it's looking pretty damn nice. I mean, let's, I don't want to do it crazy <laughs> air tossing or anything, but that's, it's, it's, um, the thing is, you know, we're in, we're in the boys hockey tournament time frame. It's that now you've got just that much more of a percentage of kids who, care about the salad yeah yeah right and and so you know duke cannon hey well and kids then, i got one advice some advice for you use the product i mean duke cannon the one thing you don't want to do is settle for junior varsity 
<laughs> JV freshman right? team. You want to make the, you want to make the big show. Skate up, toss the salad. This is this is hardworking stuff for hardworking guys. Yeah, right. Well, listen to you. Well, you know, that's 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 the thing. Beautiful. With Duke Cannon, you know, again, work harder, smell better. So DukeCannon.com. I think Target carries it. Target, too, Minnesota right? company. Target yeah. carries them. Okay. Get out there, buy the product. All right. Awesome. All right. All right. Back to the back to the topic at hand. Here's another thing that we're hearing a lot of, and I can't even believe it. Do you know they make alcohol-free alcohol now? I do. Uh, what the hell is that? I mean, are you li- you're literally adding what water, gin water or gin flavored water to make a gin and tonic with no actual spirit in? That's crazy. I have some experience with this topic because, as you know, I've kind of cut down a little bit in, well, the, in the last few years. Everything has told you to, and now you found out that you need to. Yeah. So uh, I've tried these, and I, I'll, I'll tell you a couple things coming from someone who's been on both sides of this fence. It is nice to have an old fashioned or a Manhattan in your hands. Like it's not just the drinking of the drink, right. but one that's a mocktail that's yeah. made with, you know, uh, any alcohol yeah. spirit. And uh, we went out to dinner with another couple, a buddy of mine who also doesn't drink anymore. Uh, and, he, and we went back to his house and, and the ladies wanted a cocktail. Yeah. And he said, hey, I've got gin. I've got whiskey non-alcoholic let's make some manhattans and i thought to myself that's kind of hokey it's not going to taste good right but it did it tasted okay, okay. it's not the real thing i mean that's hey, you, you know better the nothing but the thing about it was there's nothing like holding a prepared drink in your hand and feeling like you're part of the group rather than no a one glass likes to of feel water. excluded yeah. yeah yeah no one wants to feel like the gremlin like i always tell you i don't want to be the gremlin in the room yeah because i'll oh, give it to the sober guy right well and and and, and, I, and and believe me i don't there are certain things i don't understand about the process but what i do understand is there are people out there who fought this battle and can't, and don't drink anymore right and so we have you know i don't know if it's a dozen but we have eight or ten na cocktails mocktails on our menu we're going to support that but that is an interesting trend now a trend that i can support and we have a couple of really nice options is the world is moving towards these keto friendly cocktails hey i noticed that when we were talking about subjects today and i don't know much about so i'm interested to hear what you have to say about keto friendly yeah so what does that mean ketosis is is when you deprive your body of sugar whether natural or derived from Carbohydrates, whatever. It whatever. Is. Yeah. That moves Processed your body foods. into ketosis and then you're burning fat instead of sugar. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's a lot of people that are following that diet. But, you know, you think about whiskey has sugar in it, so you can't use whiskey. Um, juices have sugar in it, so you can't have anything with juice in it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so these, these are the people drinking vodka sodas with no fruit. Right. Because they want to have a cocktail, but they can't have any sugar in it. And it is, becomes the most boring drink on the menu. Right. Flavorless spirit and flavorless bubbles. Uh, you can put Sprite Zero in it. You could put diet ginger beer. You could put diet Coke. Diet but it's Yeah, diet tonic. But it's not going to be. So the two things we've got, I'm pointing to one of them on our table here next to the barrel, is our grape thigh high, which is basically grape soda flavored Vodka. Without now the diff- sugar? No sugar. And the difference between this and whether it's UV grape or Pink Whitney, most of those other flavored spirits are sugared 
So and, they'll add a sugar content to yeah. it to give it a little well, sweeter. You, yeah. Because people want to feel the sweet. They, they Sometimes they do, but they also, sugar helps cover up the, let's call it less than ideal spirit that they're using as its base. Okay. Right? Sugar hides mistakes. Sure. So this is a, and the other biggest difference is those other ones are usually 30 to 40 proof. Whereas this is an 80 proof spirit. So that along with our Ouzo, which is, I know it's a lightning rod, but black licorice flavoring, both those two cocktails, we can make you a, a keto friendly, very flavorful cocktail. Mm. So the next time you're in, if you're keto, let us know. Yeah, so if you're going through the ketosis process and losing some weight, yeah, you can't. You, you don't have to give up alcohol. Okay. Just do it in a way that right. keto friendly. Right. All right. Not a lot of stuff left. Okay. We've got about five minutes left. Okay. I want a couple. I want to hit a couple things, and then we have to have to talk about Jimmy's salad dressings, right. our other sponsor. One of the biggest keys is we're going to be bringing Jimmy's salad dressings and dips into the distillery. To use. Um, as surprising as it is, we go through a lot of chips and dip. Okay. And we're going to put Jimmy's dips behind the thing. But before I touch on that, I'm going touch, touch, to touch on one thing. We'll hit Jimmy's and then we'll finish up. Okay. We had a gin class here the other night for our Jackalope Society members, which is our mm -hmm. higher-end society. They get to come to the classes for free. They get limited availability items like um, our bourbon, our bourbon decanter. Um, and it went extremely well. We will be doing more classes for the public for things like gin, things like bourbon, things like cocktails themselves. Okay. But if you want, it went so well that I'm going to say, if you would like to host a cocktail party where you and your friends learn about it, send an email to guy at trace lucky, T-R-E-S lucky.com. And we'll book it for you here rather than you having to figure out what to do, we'll come up with a topic together, you and, you know, the person who wants to set it up and we'll, I'll run the class for you. You can do it as a fun event for business. Huh? You could do it as a fun event for your buddies, right? Uh, ladies weekend couples, couples would be fun. It'd be a fun post dinner event where not only are we going to put a cocktail in your hand here, but you'll get to learn about whatever topic you want. So it's a cocktail class tailored to you. So so about 25 bucks a person would be the floor, depending on what you wanted. So what I would say, um, or I guess educational wise, you're, it'd be a fun evening yep. or afternoon. Yep. You have, let's say you have five couples, six couples, 10 couples, whatever it is. Yep. You're going to give them the tour of the facility. Yeah. You're going to tell them, you're going to educate them a little bit on how spirits are made. Correct. You're going to give them tastes of different spirits so they can, Decide what's for what, and get some idea of palate-wise what different spirits taste yes, like. Yes, exactly. Right, which can open up people's minds to, oh, I never thought I liked gin, but the citrus gin is awesome, right? Right. And then you can, and then you can have a fun, and this is not scripted, so you can talk to people. It is scripted, uh, but I can also do what you're saying, right. which is off the cuff stuff. Right. Answer questions. And so one of the things that you and I talked about, and this is for those folks out there that are in sales, whatever sales you're in, and you have a customer base. It's really a fun environment to just bring customers together and collectively learn about something. Yes. And you do corporate events. I know you've done them in the past. Yep. 
where it's just kind of fun and you'll bring in some food if, if they want to cater and it could be a two hour, four hour ordeal, right? Yeah. I don't know time frame what you're thinking, but yep. I would assume it's could be any and all of the above. And everybody leaves with something. So if you're if you're if you're someone who wants to sponsor corporately, he has different packages around you can your customers can leave with, let's say it's bottle two bottles. of their choice. Yeah. Two bottles of their choice. Right. Yeah. Or a, or a gift pack with a mug and a yeah. couple of Swag. bottles. Swag. Like, yeah. That's, that's awesome. It's, it's, and it's, it's, they've, they've been very, very, very well received. So I'm happy to say that. All right. Let's touch on Jimmy's and then we're going to wrap. That sounds good to me. Okay. So we're past football season. So you don't have to host any Super Bowl parties, but let's not pretend that, that Jimmy's dips and salads aren't always in season. Uh, who doesn't like a good dip? Right? I mean, you're... Salad. You might be hosting the uh, boys' hockey tournament. You might have hosted the girls' hockey tournament last week. Right. Right? So whether it's blue cheese, whether it's their buffalo chicken dip, you know, whether you're putting together something with dinner and you just need a really good French dressing... Jimmy's Dips and Salads is a great way to get creative and make your stuff a little better. Local. They're local, yep. There's, there, there's a new one called Pineapple Coleslaw. You definitely want to look for Jimmy's out and about. Um, like we said, it's a Midwestern company. It's a Minnesota company. Family run, third generation. Cub and Hy-Vee are the places to look for them. Jimmy's salad section, I believe. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's refrigerated salad dressing. That's right. Yes. Jimmy's salad dressings and dips. Yeah. Okay, let's put a wrap on this. The last thing I'm going to touch on before we're finished is we're starting a new thing today. Sign goes up. You can buy barrel shares. 10-gallon, 15-gallon, and 30-gallon shares of bourbon whiskey. You'll pay now. I'll lay it down for you. We'll do a barrel tasting somewhere between here and there. You'll be able to pick the proof. You'll be able to pick when we barrel it. And it'll be probably less than half price of what bourbon will be for me when we get there. It's just an idea. Okay. But have you ever thought So you own company, a share of a barrel? Yeah, you'll a half. Half a 10, half a 15, or half a 30. For your company, for yourself, for your family. And when it's ready, you'll have, you know, we and we're happy to discuss all the details, but those things will you'll end up being about twenty-five to thirty dollars a bottle instead of forty-five to fifty dollars a bottle, which is it. So it's a, it's a sort of it's a savings when you plan ahead. So you're saving money. You've got an allocated portion of alcohol. Yeah, and you're, you'll get the half the barrel itself to you know make something out of table hanging on the wall, whatever. Oh, you Just get the barrel after it's half the, You'll get half of it. Okay. Yeah, because there'll be two owners for everyone. And do you pick the time frame as far as how long it sits? How long it sits. Even if you and the other owner don't agree, we'll pull half out and barrel your bottle yours when, when you're ready. And we'll do the tasting. It'll be fun. Cohabitation. It'll be complete, absolute, like, fun ride start to finish. Tastings, you'll know it's there. We'll sign it together. Be a fun thing. Pictures, yeah. Instagram, yeah. everybody's yeah. there. All right. Awesome. Okay, so that's it. This week, um, you know, as we said before, we're part of the Pull Tab Sports Network, but we're right here in Hudson, Wisconsin, 101 Second Street, tasting room, 
you got to get in here, try out the cocktails, over 50 on the menu. And we would love to see you here. I mean, what better way to get lucky than to come and see us here at the tasting room and enjoy a cocktail. Guy, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you inviting me back. Pete, I always love having you. All right. Thanks, folks. Thanks, folks. I'm not for everyone.